Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Jason, the creator of The Grey Rooms. We are fastly approaching the finale of season one. And we couldn't have done this without you. So, thank you. We appreciate your listens, your subscriptions, and you know what? Some of you, we appreciate your patronage, so thank you ever so much. This week, we're just going to do a recap of everything thus far between Raymond and Bob, just to kind of get you up to speed. And, in two weeks' time, we'll be releasing our finale. So, here it is. The Supercut, Raymond and Bob. Thanks. See you in two weeks. You wake on a hard, cold floor. So cold, it burns your skin. The air smells of sulfur and ash. Your head throbs. Your mouth is dry. You have no idea how you got here. Panic sets in. Fear becomes terror. What have you done? What brought you to this place? It doesn't matter. Because now, you belong to the Grey Rooms. selected logs that you asked for. Understand that I share your thoughts and concerns about this situation. 
and will continue to do my utmost to ensure that this never happens again. Raymond Green will never happen again. up on a concrete floor. My head was pounding and my lungs, it, it felt as if they had forgotten how to breathe. I couldn't remember where I was or how I got there. It was so cold. I saw a door across the room and I reached for it. The door behind me closed by itself. I turned around as quickly as I could, but the door... It sounds crazy, but... It, it just wasn't there anymore. There was just a concrete wall. Help! Someone help! What's happening? Nobody answered me. The room I was in was identical to the one before it. There was a light bulb flickering almost spent, and one of the corners was a table and a chair. They looked like they had seen better days. I had seen better days. <coughs> I felt like shit. I looked down at myself and noticed a uniform. Gray shirt, gray pants, no shoes or belt, and they provided little warmth. There were two doors facing me, and I approached them. The first was made of wood. It was old and made of oak. Studs ran parallel down its length. It wouldn't open. The goddamn door wouldn't open. I stepped towards the second door. I heard something as I tried the second door. It sounded like singing. It was beautiful, the voice I heard, but also strange. To be honest, the voice terrified me. I, I don't know why. I tried turning the handle. But that door was also locked. I had goosebumps now. There was something wrong with this door. The, the singing just kept getting louder. Help! Please, God! I can't get out of here and I, I, I need to get out. Was I a, a prisoner? 
Was this all some kind of strange misunderstanding? Who was I? Where was I? Why, why couldn't I get out? Why did that door disappear? Why couldn't I remember? Choose a door, Raymond. I can't. They're locked. Help me. Who, who are you? Why, why am I here? P please help. I don't know where I am. Choose a door, Raymond. The key is on the table. I couldn't see the source of this voice. I presumed that it was behind one of the doors. I looked around to the battered table and chair and sure enough, there was a key there. Just one. A skeleton key. I see it. Which one do I pick? One door leads to your salvation. One door leads to your torment. Choose. Or I will choose one for you, Raymond. Raymond. That's my name? R Raymond? It didn't sound right to me. Maybe I j just didn't like the name. I couldn't remember. But that voice, I, I don't think I'll ever forget it. It didn't sound human. And, and I don't think it was coming from one of those doors. He said that one of the doors led to my salvation and the other to my torment. I didn't know what the hell he was going on about. Riddles, right? Th that's what they were. They just looked like normal doors to me. The first one, old and wooden. The other metal and... There was that singing again when I approached it. It, it felt... No. Something was very wrong with that door. Sometime today, Raymond. I didn't like it. This whole situation. I wanted to get out. What was this person playing? Did I do something wrong to him? What was through these doors? Was it, was it safe? I didn't pick the metal door. I couldn't. The key fit into the wooden door, and I opened it. There was light. An all-encompassing light that enveloped me. It's... It's beautiful. Is this my salvation? Tears streamed down my face as I felt warmth at last. Is this it? It has to be. Yeah, it's heaven, all right. Let the record show that prisoner 929494 chose door 823. 
Uh, get him off! Get him off! Get him off! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh. 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 The rats. Everything had felt so real. I had gone through the door that I was ordered to choose, and I found myself in a war. But soldiers weren't the half of it. There were millions of those vicious little vermin bastards. I could feel them biting and clawing at me. I couldn't breathe. I felt like I died. But it wasn't me that died. That's what I was trying to tell myself. It was all a bad dream, right? So why was I still in this room? Light bulb, table, cold floor, same as before. There was something on the table. I don't remember it being there last time. There was a sheet covering it. I wanted to go through the door across the room, but I was curious now. What was being hidden under the sheet? Good morning, Raymond. There was that voice again. I felt my skin grow. This was the voice that made me go through that terrible door. Who, who are you? Your new best friend. Are you ready to pick a door today? What? No. And I, I, I want answers. Who are you? What is hidden on that table? Oh, that. A little souvenir for you. You died admirably last time. Thought you should be rewarded. This all sounded like some sort of sick experiment. I wasn't about to be Pavlov's dog. But then again, maybe I was. I felt an overwhelming sense of dread fill my gut as I pulled back the sheet. That's a rather disappointing reaction, Raymond. I thought you'd rather like the pet. Get that thing away from me! Get rid of it! Go into the next room, Raymond. It will not be there. Try to have a little backbone. You're going to be facing all sorts of unpleasant things, my friend. I found myself desperately rushing to the door. I could feel the rats' unwavering stare from behind. They had killed all of those people. Where were they now? Was this one of them, or was this just some sick joke? I had trouble opening the door. My hands were shaky. It wasn't just a cold. I was having trouble drawing air. Forget how to open the door, Raymond. I cursed under my breath. I don't know who this person was, but I swore I would kill the son of a bitch. The voice was right. The rat was gone when I stepped into the room. Just like before, 
it was identical to the one where I woke up. And just like before, there were two doors across the room and two keys waiting for me on the small table where the rat cage had been. Good. Now choose a door, Raymond. I don't want to. In case you haven't noticed, I don't give a rat's ass what you want, Raymond. You're enjoying this, aren't you? No, I have a job to do. That is to send you on your merry little way through a door that will destroy you. If you try to delay my job, I will pick a door for you and you will die just the same. There's nothing to bargain or bribe with, Raymond. There is no escape, no mercy. Pick a door. Go to hell! Are you refusing to choose a door, Raymond? Why don't you come down here, show yourself, and find out? Very well. Let the record show that prisoner 929494 chose door 317. I loved my human. No! Wait a minute! I I didn't choose shit! You can't just... I can't move! Why can't I move? What did you do to me? You... I had no control over my body. I, I screamed and cursed and tried to fight whatever had held me against my will, but I was frozen in place. And that's when I realized that I was sliding forward towards the opened door. I, I could see some sort of light on the other side of it. I fought with everything I had, but it wasn't enough. It was like magic, I thought. Some kind of dark, evil magic. And I knew I was going to die. and the way the rooms kept killing me. Each time now, I remembered the last breath I had drawn. Once as a soldier, and most recently, as a teddy bear. My deaths were cruel and visceral. I couldn't forget the pain that this place was inflicting upon me. That door wasn't just my suffering, it was that of my human. No, that wasn't my little girl. But it, it felt so real. And, and those parents... Those parents... They're there, Raymond. Why don't 
you look on the table, I left you a present. I had returned to the familiar room, the two doors. I was on the floor, and there was a light flickering above me. The nameless voice was there, and the table that he had mentioned was there. There was a pink box with a white ribbon on the table. Beside it were two keys. I had tried to rebel earlier and not choose a door. The voice warned me that it would choose one for me, and it it did. I know I'm not the pitiful creature whose death I experienced, but its thoughts and feelings still haunt me. I don't want your damn present. Not everything is out to get you in the Grey Rooms, Raymond. Go on. Open it. Or what? You'll kill me? If it pleases me. I decided to humor the voice. What other choice did I have? Fighting back didn't seem to work out too well. I scrambled up to my feet and walked over to the box. I I hesitated for a few seconds before lifting the top off the box. Inside was the teddy bear. Jesus! What the hell is the matter with you? You're sick! Children take comfort in these bears all the time, Raymond. You look stressed. I was only trying to help. Oh, right. Just like you did with the rat. I'm sentimental. I stared at the teddy bear for a long moment and actually removed it from the box and held it against my body. It felt warm. I never thought of stuffed animals as having personalities or even being capable of revenge. Was this the room's doing or were they all like this? I let out a sigh and sat back down onto the floor with the bear. (sighs) Look, you know my name. Can't you just tell me who you are and why you're doing this to me? Please. You couldn't pronounce my name if you tried. And you're here to die, Raymond. Again, and again, and again. Until you pick the right door. And and then I go home? And, and then I go home? Choose a door, Raymond. Uh, please stop this. I don't want to die anymore. Please, God. Please, whatever you are, please just stop making me die. Choose a door. What are you? Are you refusing to choose a door again? No. No. No, I... My best chance was to pick my own door. Obviously, this thing would only choose the worst out of the two for me. Clearly, he knew what 
fate each would grant me. I forced myself up. My legs were so damn shaky. I kept looking down at the bear for comfort, and I hated. Who, who did I hate? I needed a name. I needed something tangible. Something, Bob. Oh, did you name your bear? That sweet Raymond. Now tell your little friend goodbye and choose a door. No. I'm calling you, Bob. And I'm working on it. Bob. That's a very disappointing name. I stared at the doors. There was a wooden, sun-bleached door whose white paint looked faded. There was also a plain gray metal door. I started to hear that familiar woman's voice as I approached it. My skin crawled and I immediately decided I wasn't going to pick it. I grabbed the key and placed it into the wooden door's keyhole. you, Bob. I'm going home. You're not killing me today. Wrong again, Raymond. Let the record show that prisoner 929494 chose door 723. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We gather here to unite these two people in marriage. The decision to marry has not been entered into lightly. Do you promise to honor and tenderly care for one another? Cherish and encourage each other? Stand together through sorrows? 
Raymond, please repeat after me. I, Raymond, promise to love and support you. And live each day with kindness, understanding. I, Raymond, promise to love and support you. And live each day with kindness, understanding, truth, humor, and passion. With this ring. I promise to love and support you, Raymond, and live each day with kindness, understanding. And may your days be long on this earth. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. from my nightmare. I wasn't on fire. I don't know if I ever actually was. But the lady that brought home that antique chair? Jesus Christ. Was she a real person? What a horrible death. <sighs> you enjoy this. Don't you, Bob? I never laugh at the misfortunes of others. Maybe you should calm down and have a seat, Raymond. There had always been a chair beside the table in my room. I walked over to it to take a seat when I suddenly realized it had been replaced. Replaced? By that? Oh, don't give me that look. The presence has been rendered inert. Why do you keep doing this? You are enjoying it! I'm told the chair is quite comfortable. I hate you. I can't believe I'm having a conversation with you. You're a murderer. Murder loses a bit of its meaning here, don't you think, Raymond? Hmm. I would have thought you'd enjoy a change of scenery. Yet you reject everything. No pets. No comfort items. No furniture. Don't say I haven't tried. I, I couldn't see this, Bob. I wondered if he had a sociopathic smirk on his face every time he saw me wake up and disappear into one of the rooms. These souvenirs he kept putting into the room? Did he honestly think they would somehow make me feel better? He sounded so cold, but oddly genuine. If you wanted to make me feel better, you'd tell me why you're doing this, Bob. Why? Because it's my job, my role in the rooms, just as it is your role to suffer. Didn't I make this clear? Who, who assigns these roles? Why, why did I get this? How long has it been like this? Why can't I remember anything before? Stop, Raymond. 
wasn't getting me anywhere. But it seemed like if I accepted what was happening for now and actually had a conversation with this Bob, that maybe I would get some answers. Or maybe he was just toying with me, leading me on so he could crush my hopes and dreams. There was another thing I wanted to ask him, but something told me to keep it to myself. When I died, I I don't know if it was a dream or... I just know that I saw a wedding. My wedding? Who, who did I marry? Was she alive? This, this was the first thing that somehow felt familiar to me since this all began. I was afraid. Bob would take it away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Bob. Fine. That's not funny, Bob. I didn't do that. I'm going to have a talk with the warden later. Choose. The warden? Who is that? Were there other people in these rooms? I saved the questions and simply stared at the doors. There were two wooden doors this time. One was red and the other was black. The red door started to sing to me as I approached with the key. I felt the key drawn to it and had to will myself to avoid it. This, I decided, was the door that would destroy me. It wanted so badly for me to enter it. The black door felt safe. I chose it. wasn't a cord around it. But then again, there wouldn't be. The person, Dan, whose life I was experiencing had already been dead. I was staring at my own goddamn corpse. Not, not mine, but that's what it f- felt like. Was that what it was like to be a ghost? Some kind of lost 
disembodied spirit? There was a phone lying next to me. The same one from the hotel. It was off the hook, and I placed it to my ear. I didn't trust the gray rooms. I knew this was one of Bob's sick and twisted tricks. I shook my head and hung up the phone. As the phone rang, I remember freezing. It was Bob, I thought. He hadn't started talking yet. On the third ring, I decided that it didn't really matter. I picked up the handset and answered. Hello? You're danger. You hear my voice. Never pick the door. Out of I love you. I need you to... Hello? Who, who is this? Hello? I... I didn't understand. Hear, hear my what? Which door was I supposed to pick? I stared at the phone and felt as hopeless as ever. I don't... understand. Sorry, Raymond. Probably a wrong number. You disconnected it! Who the hell is she, Bob? Did you do this just to screw with my head? No. Yeah, that's what I thought, you piece of... Wait, what? You you didn't. The voice, it's it's familiar. Who who is she? Where where is she, Bob? Is she trapped like me? If I told you, I would have to kill you. Funny. You're a real funny guy, Bob. You know what? Forget it. Let's let's get it over with. Wait. Where are the keys? It's your birthday today, Raymond. Okay. This is weird. Also, I don't remember my birthday. What the, what day is it? Close your eyes. The hell I am, brother. You're gonna have to close them for me. I knew. I would regret those words as soon as I said them. My eyes snapped shut. It was the same way they made me slide into the room when I refused to choose a door. I, I threw my hands up and tried to pry them open. Tried as hard as I could to open them, but, but they wouldn't.
The air suddenly grew very cold. Despite hearing Bob, I, I had grown used to always being alone. Someone was in the room with me now. I heard all kinds of keys and footsteps coming towards me. They stopped right behind me. I, I knew someone or something was staring at me, watching. <laughs> there was a laugh. I'll never forget that laugh. I, I, I suddenly felt my legs bending, and I was forced onto my knees. Tears streamed down my cheeks. I couldn't move. I couldn't scream. I heard the laughter again, and whatever was with me started to move on. I heard him place something down on the table, and then I heard his keys. I thought that this must have been the person leaving them in my room. Who, who were they? Was this Bob? Why didn't he say anything? Why? I see him. What was probably a minute felt like an eternity. I was able to open my eyes and look around. I was by myself, and I struggled to my feet. On the table were two keys that I heard, and beside them was a birthday cake. <sighs> I, I cried. I, I didn't know what the hell was happening. Beautiful, yes. Yellow with chocolate fudge. Your favorite. Who was that? In the room with me. Raymond, pay attention to the cake. We went to some degree of difficulty getting this here for you. Oh, and happy birthday. I tried to let you have a balloon, but as they say, say la vie. I don't want your cake, Bob. It's not my birthday. I don't even know who I am. You're Raymond. Why don't you go and blow out your candles and make a wish? What is the matter with you? I'm trying to help. I understand this is rough. If you want to make this hard, it can be arranged. There was that good cop, bad cop routine again. I couldn't figure Bob out at all. If he was getting his kicks out of all of this horrible insanity, 
He certainly didn't show it. Yeah, fine. What kind of wish do you want me to make, Bob? I approached the cake, and sure enough, it looked just like a yellow cake with chocolate fudge frosting. It looked delicious, actually. I really wanted to eat it, but I I didn't. There was writing on the cake, too. Happy birthday, Raymond. XO, XO. These people were assholes. Whatever you want. Yeah, right. Choose wisely. Fine. I don't want to die anymore. Maybe just this once. See? I knew this was bullshit. You only have a birthday one day out of all the other days in a year. It's what makes you special. So it makes sense that your wish would last as long. I was thinking you might have wished to be let go. Would have been nice, even if just for a day. What? Seriously? Well, fine. I I want that. I I want answers. I want to know who that voice was. One wish is all you get today. God damn it! I hate you so much, Bob! You ruined my birthday. Ready to choose a door? I didn't even get to eat any cake. You didn't even want it. Time to go. Whatever. I ain't dying today, Bob. <laughs> you can suck it. Let the rapid show that prisoner 929494 has chosen door 592. Fairy tale. Also, find out how that Why don't you go ahead and have a seat? I'll be with you in a moment. Of course. Uh, Thank you for seeing me. Having a look here, first thing I notice is that it says you've been working for the DOT for the last 15 years, Raymond. What happened? I was laid off. Are you currently a member of a religious organization? You know very well you weren't laid off. 
If you sign this paperwork, you can have your job. I am not joining your stupid cult, lady. I'll... I'll find somewhere else. Where? You do realize that the Church of the One influences most employment centers here in the city. We stand for unity, Raymond. Don't you? That's none of your damn... I don't know, I throw a damn hard to get a job. Oh, I gotta do it. You get a job. Get a job. Hi, honey. How did the interview go? Hey, babe. Uh, good. Really good. Yeah, I have a good feeling about this one. Making a deal with Bob would have gone in my favor. It's it's true. I hadn't died. But I wish I had. The person that I was when I went through the last door. <sighs> I, I looked at my hands. The hands that murdered two innocent women. I tried to comfort myself in knowing that they weren't actually my hands. I had no control. But, but it didn't make me feel any better. He was a monster. And through him, so was I. <coughs> Bob. Why the hell? What did I do? Don't look at me. I certainly don't approve of your actions, Raymond. Those weren't my actions. <coughs> oh. Oh. Please. Please. Don't make me do that again. It's not easy being a monster, is it? Every door as a monster. What, what are these doors, Bob? Where do they lead? Terrible places, Raymond. I warned you to be careful with what you wished for. It's a shame. If it wasn't for that selfish wish of yours, it might have ended differently. What? You're saying this is my fault? If Wolf would have died, 
Perhaps the old actress and that young woman would have survived. Now they are gone. No, you, you can't put that on me, Bob. Don't you dare blame me. These are your rooms. Yours, you son of a bitch. We'll have to agree to disagree, Raymond. How are you feeling? I couldn't believe Bob was blaming me for what happened in that room. Mind games. Every goddamn time. Anger. Rage. Hate. These feelings were familiar to me. And I know they didn't originate purely from Bob and the rooms. No. I had a vision before I came back. The job. The interviewer. The feeling of hopelessness. This had all happened before. I think... I was starting to remember my past. But maybe this was just another of Bob's traps. I don't suppose you have a glass of water? No, but I do have two unique keys to choose from. Are you ready to choose your door, Raymond? To be honest, Bob, not really. I'm still shaken up from the last one. Understandable. I'll give you a minute. Perhaps you would like to hear a haiku. A, a what? It's a traditional Japanese poem. Three lines, five syllables, then... I know what a haiku is, Bob. It just seems really inappropriate is all. Would you rather pick your door and die? Honestly, I don't... No. No, it's just fine. Tell me you're stupid, Haiku. Oh. Okay, then. This is... I haven't shared one of mine before. <clears throat> the door with your name speaks riddles about your life. Choose the key wisely. Well, did you like it? Bob... That's the worst haiku in the world. It's the same thing you make me do all the time. Pick a key, choose a door. Why would you think that would be something worth sharing? You didn't like it. No, Bob. It was terrible. You could have been nicer about it. What? You're going to pretend you have feelings now? You're a sociopathic murderer. That would be you and that part at the end. Disgusting. That wasn't me. Choose a door. I couldn't believe this guy. He sends me off to die every goddamn day and he acts hurt when I don't like his idiotic haiku. I walked over to the table and glanced at the keys. I grabbed both of them and walked over to the doors. 
One of the doors had the number 692 and a peephole on it. It reminded me of the time I was stuck in a hotel room. The other door looked old and massive. It had been painted red, but the color had faded and was chipping off. There was wrought iron metalwork that extended from the hinges. I heard the singing again as I stepped up to it. I decided to go with the door with a peephole and unlocked it with the key. I wondered how I knew which key would unlock the door, but it just came as natural now as my name. It was as if each key were an extension of me. When I chose the door, I chose its key. Once more into the breach, my friends. I thought my haiku was rather good. Ah, let the record show that prisoner 929494 chose door 692, Ice Station Bravo. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Screams coming from my station Bravo were silenced as I woke up on the floor. I arose to my feet and expected to hear Bob or see some kind of deranged prank to taunt me. It appeared as if I was by myself. Hello? I don't know why I asked. The truth was that this emptiness was unnerving. It reminded me of the first time in the rooms. Bob? I didn't know what to do. I, I could see the keys lying there on the table. I could see the doors. One was an aluminum screen door. The other was round. It reminded me of the movie with short little people that had furry feet. You had your, your fun, Bob. Ha <laughs> ha, I get it. All those voices in my head, now nothing. 
Clever. Great joke. You can laugh at me now. I, I give up. I pulled the chair back and took a seat. The room wasn't as quiet as I thought. I took a moment to close my eyes and listen. I heard drops of water falling. I never really took the time to investigate them. What was the source of the water? Where was I? I could hear the flicker of the light above me. It sparked violently in its glass prison, desperate to get out. I know how it felt. Rats. I, I never saw them, but I always heard them scurrying around behind the walls. It probably wasn't so hard for Bob to catch one and put it in a cage for me to discover when all this began. After experiencing the trenches of that war, though, I don't think I could ever handle being close to one. It was so cold here. It was cold in that last door that I witnessed as well, but not like this. The cold here was unnatural. I could taste it. Along with a bunch of other feelings that I didn't know were palatable to the tongue. Fear. Anxiety. Desperation. And then I realized that, outside of that obnoxious ding of a light bulb, there was something entirely different. Something I felt I had long forgotten. Calm. Something must have happened, I decided. Maybe Bob slept in and was rushing off to work to torture his old pal, Raymond. Maybe he had suddenly grown ill and taken a sick day. It was a funny thought. Almost crazy how it made me smile. But what if something happened to Bob? What if something happened and he wasn't coming? Ever? What, what if this was it? All there was. If I chose a door, what would happen? Stop it, Raymond. Cut it out. Everything is fine, man. Everything is fine. Calm down. Calm down, brother. Count to ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. 
as I could and wanted to throw up on the floor because of how fast my heart was pounding in my chest. This place was terrifying on a good day. Now... Help! Hello? Bob, you answer me, goddammit! Bob, you son of a bitch! Jesus Christ! Bob, Bob, get me out of here! There was nothing. I couldn't see anything. I knew the keys were in front of me. I knew the doors were against the wall. I could go for them. But then what? I'd die and end up back here. What's going on, Bob? Help me! Bob! Bob! was madness at first. I, I tried to calm myself and think rationally. It, it was the wind. I often felt a breeze through the room, a draft that kept me uncomfortably cold despite the prison uniform I was forced to wear. But it g- grew louder and louder. I felt something brush up against my foot. It was warm and dry. Alive. I wanted to scream. I bit my finger from doing so. I tasted my blood and winced as I could hear the hiss of a snake. I had no idea how large it was. But I... I felt the table move as it pushed it away with its body. My mouth gaped in a silent scream, and I slowly tried to plant my feet onto the ground so I could escape. The snake was searching for me now. I managed to get out of the chair, and I listened to it fall to the ground. I stretched my arms forward and felt for the wall. I tried to remember which wall this was and orient myself as to where I needed to go. I had the keys. I just needed to get to one of the doors. And then what? I thought. 
What was I going to do when I ended right back where I started? In the end, we're all about self-preservation. No matter what chance I had, I had to take it. I immediately turned to my left and ran with my hands out for the wall. I could hear the snake hit the spot where my back had been just seconds before. Now, I had to run forward towards the doors. My fingernails dug into the concrete floor. I tried to pry myself up as the snake was wrapping itself around my body. I felt its tongue flicker through my hair and across my neck. I, I shivered at the sensation of air blowing from its nostrils as it examined me. I was trying to drag myself over to the doors. I, I felt my hand scrape one of the keys and quickly snatched it up. I had no weapon. No means to defend myself. What happened if I died here? Was that it? I couldn't let that happen. I had to get out. There was more to life than this. There had to be. I continued to struggle as the creature crushed my ribs and lungs. I stretched my arm out as far as I could and felt something cold and metallic. I was racking out. I tasted blood as it bubbled up from my mouth. My nose, too, <coughs> was bleeding. It ran down my chin, and I heard the sound of it patter on the floor. I couldn't feel my legs. I couldn't feel anything. The door. It was opening. Behind it was a warm yellow light that stung my eyes. The light. The snake was afraid of it. I was a ball of crumpled paper dying on the floor. But I felt drawn into the open doorway. This room, it seemed to tell me, was room 812. It had a name. Cell Block B. My life was just about ready to completely fade when I heard the door close behind me and take me through the void.
Hey, Frank. Raymond. How you doing, man? Things okay? Could be better. That good, huh? How's the old lady? Getting on my ass. I'm trying. She just doesn't see it. Women. <laughs> Still looking for a job, brother. When did it get so damn? So then I joined. Got the call next day, right? Still got my soul, too. Well, I think so, anyway. But uh, it's been good talking to you, bud. Good luck with all that. I mean it. Just think about what I said. Seriously. What's a little lip service, you know? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Look, we've already talked about it, babe. I'm looking. I just... Look, I, I'm trying here. It's just those idiots aren't hiring unless you... It's not about the job, Raymond. Huh? What's wrong now? Nothing is wrong. Look, I know you've been going through a lot... I get it. But we have something really serious to discuss here. Is this the part where you think I'm drinking too much? Because I'm working on that too. Remember how we didn't think we'd be able to have a baby? God damn it! I... you need, need to get a napkin. Where are the paper towels? Ah shit, now it's on the carpet. I'll take care of this. Sorry, I'll... Leave it, Raymond! Did you hear my question? You're pregnant? I'm going to pretend you didn't just ruin the moment. Raymond, I'm pregnant. Gray rooms again. I woke up on my back and immediately found myself checking my arm. The whole nightmare prison turned out to be a rather easy death for me. I suffered from the same revulsion and sickening guilt that I had with the other psychos whose lives I witnessed. But the death, almost calming calming. This was a piece of shit who deserved to die. Calming. Like the quiet I had before the... I quickly checked to see if the light was still there. It was. It flickered too. Why the hell was this new bulb flickering? Where? Where did that monster go? And where was Bob? Bob? Hello, Raymond. Jesus Christ, Bob! 
Where the hell were you? Oh, are you talking about the incident, Raymond? The incident? Yes. Something got in here and tried to kill me. I see. Well, that's certainly unusual, isn't it? Don't get cute, Bob. What happens if I die here? Same thing that happens if you die anywhere else, Raymond. I'm sorry. You sound upset that I wasn't there. Of course I was, you dick! The light burned out and something tried to kill me! Well, you're safe now. For a moment. So where were you? I had to be somewhere else. That's all I'm going to get? Look, I know it's hard to believe, but the universe doesn't revolve around you, Raymond. I have other things that I do. Like what? Would you like to hear another haiku? No! Come on, Bob! Stop bullshitting me! What else do you do? Do you have a family? Do you go ballroom dancing? Did you ever go ballroom dancing? I... I don't remember. I don't think so. Although... Bob... Can, can I be honest with you? Of course. Bob... I think I had a baby. Like... Before. Before this. Do you, do you know anything about it? I'm guessing you probably can't tell me, but, like... I... I don't even know if this is just a weird dream or... Raymond. I'm going to have to ask you to choose a door. What? Come on, Bob. Just a yes or no. I'll even... Let you tell me your haikus. Boy. Girl. I just can't remember, man. Why, why can't, why can't I remember? Choose a door, Raymond. I didn't understand why Bob wouldn't tell me anything about the memories I was having. What did it matter to him? He was always the one trying to play the friend card to get me to be complacent. Was it so hard to just throw me a bone once in a while? The first door looked as if it belonged in some Victorian courtyard. It was made of iron and covered in ivy. I heard the singing again. I decided to keep as far away from it as possible. The second door seemed as if it were going to transport me into some kid's bedroom. There was a sign on the door. It read, Tips on how to enter my room properly. Step one. Do not. I didn't hear the song, and I placed the key 
into the door to unlock it. It's not important, you know. It is important to me, Bob. I don't remember it. The past will only hold you back, Raymond. Shut up, Bob. I know Lucy and I had a baby. I know it. And you better believe when I get back. We're going to have some words. show that prisoner 929494 has chosen door 577. White light heaven. Lucy. Let the record also show that prisoner 929494 is demonstrating both a significant reclamation of his memory and an unusual sense of confidence when it's his turn to choose a door. I have my suspicions, and will begin to investigate. <laughs> I can do it! I'm doing it! I'm... Dead. Welcome back, Raymond. I felt as if I had awoken from a peaceful dream. That poor little girl. No. That poor woman. To be trapped like that for so long. I struggled to sit up. It felt as if I had been lying there on the floor for ages. Was it my mind still feeling the effects of the door? Or was each second I spent trapped in her body also spent here as well? Decades. But in the end, she found peace. Raymond, this isn't like you. You're normally complaining about something by now. Are you going to tell me about Lucy, Bob? No. She's dead, Raymond. You need to let her go. This sounds just like that door. What if these rooms are just part of my imagination. What if I just woke up and- You're not Costanza for one thing, Raymond. And you're here to suffer. Don't fool yourself. Maybe I'm trying to punish myself for- You want to know why you can't remember anything, Raymond? Yes, yes, Bob, I, I do. Why is this happening? Well, tell me, Bob. Please. 
It's time to choose a door, Raymond. What? No! Bob? You have to tell me! Choose a door, or one will be chosen for you. I thought I was so close to getting answers. Bob told me that Lucy was dead. Bob also implied that he knew what was going on when I went through the door. How was he watching me? I wondered if these rooms were clues. If one door was to lead to my torment, was it game over after that? Were the ones I had been choosing somehow trying to tell me a way to escape this place? Raymond, are you refusing to choose a door? N no, Bob. Give me a minute. I'm thinking, okay? I've got a lot on my mind. Amazing. You have so much going on in your life right now. Shut up, Bob. Fight! I'll pick a damn door. I guess, in the end, it didn't even matter. Same old doors. Grab the key. Look at the first door. This time, it was purple, and it had an odd, bubble-shaped window that was snugly bolted to it. I peeked into the window to see if I could spot anything. But everything on the other side was black. Okay, N no singing. Clearly, this was safe. But I figured I might as well check out the other one as well. I looked at the second door. It looked like a white bedroom door. It had a tall mirror hanging off it. And I could see my reflection. Is... Is that what I look like? Are you disappointed? No. I mean... Maybe. What, what do you think? I'm not interested. That's not what I meant. Wait. I didn't hear the singing voice. I stared at myself in the mirror. I looked so... No, wait. I looked terrified. There was no singing. I walked back to the first door with the fancy window. No singing. Something wrong, Raymond. You... You did something. What do you mean, I did something? The voice! The woman's voice! You did something to it! It wasn't supposed to be there. What do you mean it wasn't supposed to be there, Bob? That was Lucy, wasn't it? You said she was dead. Jesus Christ, you killed her! No, I didn't kill her, Raymond. She was warning me, wasn't she? She was trying to help. You son of a bitch! Calm down, Raymond. Put the chair down. Or what, Bob? What are you going to do? Kill me? 
Good. Do it, Bob. Kill me, you sick son of a bitch. I don't give a shit. I'll just wake up right where I started. You watching me, Bob? Huh? Your little buddy's watching me? Why don't you make me another birthday cake, Bob? You can put, Raymond, I killed your wife, dickhead. I know you killed her. Did you kill my kid too? Raymond, I will not tell you again. Put down the chair. Calm down. It must be nice wherever you are, Bob. You're probably sitting there watching me with a cup of coffee, laughing your ass off. Well, listen to me, buddy. I'm not going to calm down. I want out of here, Bob. I want my wife. I want my kid. I want out. I don't want to be part of your sick games, asshole. I'm going to expose you all for whatever the hell you're... Raymond. Raymond. Well, that was unfortunate. Let the record show that prisoner 929494 experienced cardiac arrest prior to choosing a door. Standard procedure dictates that if a prisoner is unwilling, or in this case, unable to choose a door, one will be chosen for them. Let it be noted that the Warden will be delivering the prisoner to room 1712, called Summer Child. Hey, Ray? Can you help? Oh, I didn't hear you come home. Raymond, I need... What color do you think we should paint the baby's room? Look, hon, I know you're depressed. The job thing is bullshit. I get it. But look, I need some help here. You know, I'm doing everything. Yeah, I get it.
You're doing everything. Can't do it alone. I get it, Lucy. I get it. I'm, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. That I'm so goddamn worthless. But it's not my... Raymond! You're just sitting there. Get your goddamn ass off the couch and do something! What do you want me to do, Lucy? You want me to rob a bank? Maybe I would do something if you just shut the hell up and let me relax. Maybe you wouldn't have to rob a bank if you'd stop drinking all of our money away. Oh, shut up, Lucy. You're like a record, you know. Same damn thing. Raymond, you're drinking too much. Raymond, you're spending too much money. Raymond, we're having a baby. Why don't you shut the hell up and stop bitching at me? You want me to stop drinking? Oh, oh, Christ. Lucy. Lucy, I, I didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. I, I'm... You said you would quit! Shut up, Lucy. I tried. I tried to go out there. They won't hire me. No one will hire me. You tried real hard, didn't you, husband? So hard that you stopped and bought more beer. Lucy, you, you don't understand. I'm doing everything I can. Stop feeding me your bullshit and be a man. When did you get so weak, Raymond? Excuse me? What did you say? I'm the only one who does anything here. And I'm pregnant, you bastard. Pregnant! I'm having your child! Oh, cry me a river. I'm leaving, Raymond. The hell you are, Lucy. You think it's so easy? You don't think I see the bills? You don't think I feel like shit? You wanted the baby. You couldn't have had it when things were great. It's your fault. We wouldn't be having any trouble if you didn't get knocked up. I hate you. Stay away from me, Raymond. Or what? Come to think of it, you couldn't get knocked up all of those times we tried. How do I even know it's my baby? Is that what this is all about? Are you cheating on- Don't you ever try to hit me. No, Lucy. I, I'm sorry. I, I was so angry. I just wasn't myself. I, oh God, Lucy, I have to go. Oh God. I don't remember choosing a door. I re remember not dying though. I remember being heroic. I rescued a little boy from some crazy and horrible people. I actually was able to do something good. It felt good. Maybe I had been doing things wrong. Maybe I could somehow change things in these stories for the better. I smelled something. It smelled amazing. It also made 
something of a sizzling sound. I looked at the table and there was a covered dish on it. The smell was coming from there. You're awake. Good. I know you're probably angry, so... A peace offering. Good cop, bad cop again. I remember yelling at Bob and... All right. The doors. He stopped the woman singing. Was that Lucy? He said she was dead. That dream I had, did that really happen? Was that me? Did I do all of those things to upset her? I walked to the platter and lifted the cover. It was bacon. Fat, sizzling strips of bacon that made me instantly think of that little girl's grotesque mother. The thought of Cherry shoving that fork into her flesh and... (coughs) You know, for a prisoner, you're pretty high maintenance, Raymond. What's wrong now? (coughs) You! That... That's from that lady. I'm not... Why do you do this shit to me? It's just bacon, Raymond. Pig. Oink, oink. My stomach was killing me now. The smell of bacon was making me nauseous. Who... Who comes up with these doors? Now that's a very interesting topic. Now about last time... The singing you were hearing was a warning. It was alerting you as to which door you shouldn't choose. Well, duh. My wife was trying to warn me. That's what someone wants you to think. Oh, come on, Bob. I'm serious. Someone is trying to control your choices. Because it's really difficult to choose between two doors. I will get to the bottom of it. In the meantime, feel free to choose your door. Wait, are you telling me or just making a statement? Choose your door, Raymond. Aren't we going to discuss you? Uh, you killed me. Yes, I did. There is a protocol. I have to follow it, just like everyone else. Lucy, that was my wife, right? The voice I was hearing? Yes. Did I do something bad? Please tell me that I'm not a piece of shit. You are not a piece of shit. Are you serious? Because, Bob, I, I don't feel good about this right now. Choose a door. I walked over to the table and grabbed the keys. One door was painted an ugly shade of chartreuse. I couldn't believe that I had barely any memories of my past, but for some reason could remember the name for a color like that. 
No singing. Of course not. Whoever, whatever had been sending me those warnings was now gone. The second door was wooden with frosted glass. It had words on it. Jake Stone. Private Eye. Some of these doors were so oddly specific, I wondered if they were actual doors outside this. But how? Why? My whole world felt a bit like that of a private detective these days. I chose that door. What the hell, right? I was probably going to die anyway. Hey, Bob. Yes, Raymond. I'm sorry. I think your gifts and everything are kind of misguided and psychotic. But I appreciate it. Goodbye, Raymond. show that <clears throat> let the record show that prisoner 929494 chose door 1292 ground level opened. I felt air once again fill my lungs. I hated myself. It wasn't because of a man whose world ended in a downward spiral of drugs and debauchery. It wasn't the murder of the people he loved. I felt like this door was trying to tell me something. Am I in hell? Am I in hell? There were nine circles of hell. This building had eight floors. Could this have been the last stop? I sat on the cold ground and stared at the shadows cast upon the table and chair, together with the defective light and its irregular flashes. They felt like old friends. The keys were present but the room felt empty this time. No souvenirs. I missed them. I, th I think there were tears running down my face. I couldn't feel anything, but I tasted the salt on my lips. I was alone. I stood up. and followed the outside of the room with my finger gently tracing the wall. It was cold. It was always so cold. Maybe this was the ninth floor, and I was frozen along with the bastards like Cain and Judas. Treachery. That was the man's sin. Was it mine as well? I remembered things. Marriage, 
and happiness. I remembered Lucy and her beautiful voice. I remembered her singing. I remembered how I made her smile. And then I remembered how things changed. I lost my job. It wasn't a big deal, but times were changing. No one would hire me because I wouldn't join that stupid cult. Unity. Don't you believe in unity, Raymond? And I... I gave up. I hurt my wife. I wasn't there when she needed me. Why? Why did I make those choices? Choose a door, Raymond. Maybe I was always making the wrong choices. My baby. I don't know who or what my child became. I don't even know the name. Why? Why do I remember Lucy's name, but... Did I have a son? I can't remember. Was was it a girl? Uh, uh, How could I forget? Why have you taken my baby from me? Because you killed it. No. No, Bob. I know me. I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. Perhaps it would be best to choose a door, Raymond. Where were you, Bob? Where were you? Someone is interfering. I am investigating. Do you need something, Raymond? I need you! You're the... You're the only person I have! You feel bad about the things you remember. (laughs) I... I I love them. I know I did. I know because I love them now. Doesn't that mean anything? Bob? Doesn't that mean anything? I don't know, Raymond. Perhaps if you choose another door, you will feel better. You think death is the answer? All this pain that I feel? You think it will help me to forget? Would you want to forget these things? I don't know. It's so much pain. Lucy, why did you take her singing away? It was a lie. I don't care. It sounded nice. So nice. I I miss her, Bob. I, I only remember fragments. But she was so beautiful. 
Choose a door, Raymond. I walked over to the table and grabbed the two keys. It's funny. I spent most of the time wishing I had a physical, tangible person to scream at and attack. But now I felt ashamed, as if he were looking down on me and thinking that I was the most pathetic piece of shit that had ever walked the earth. Was this hell? Bob never answered. Maybe he was too busy. Maybe I didn't care. I looked down as I stood beside the two doors that would judge my fate. One to my torment. One to my salvation. No Lucy to warn me. I had lost my spider sense. I laughed bitterly at the thought that I remembered ugly colors and superheroes. But I couldn't remember the name of my god. My child. Did I kill them? Did I really do it? Why would she be singing to me if I did? Why would she be calling me if I did? I took the door on the right. If I saw it, I really didn't pay much attention to what it looked like. I was so sick of doors by now. Before I walked through the door, I thought of something. Bob mentioned that someone was trying to interfere with my choices. What if Lucy was alive? What if I was being toyed with? It all fell to whether or not I chose to trust Bob. He told me I killed them. How did she make the call? How was she singing to me? There was one thing that Bob told me that was absolute. Choosing a door would help me feel better. Let the records show that prisoner 929494 has chosen door 1916, called a certain man. Certain comments made by prisoner 929494 have been modified or purged entirely due to erratic behavior. Must uncover the source of these distractions before prisoner is deemed Problematic.
Raymond and I first met at the library in college. I think I had been trying to get his attention, but he was just so into whatever it was that he was reading. <laughs> oh no, I saw you, honey. You know, I just was nervous. I really didn't care about reading. I had to drop a book to get him to snap out of it. <laughs> Jurassic Park. I'm studying Dante, and you're reading Jurassic Park. Come on. What wasn't to love? Remember the poetry? Oh, God. No. Don't remind me of that. I... Shut up, Ray. You were in love. You know I brought one, right? You guys want to hear? Ah! Oh, man. <laughs> Hell yeah! Honey, no. Lucy. Come on. Don't. <clears throat> Deep in the jungle, while running from a velociraptor, I suddenly realize it's your phone number I'm after. Please do not be like an angry Tyrannosaurus. I'd love to take you on an adventure and see what destiny has for us. Aw, you guys are too cute. Mike, you never wrote me poetry. Yeah, and you don't like dinosaurs. Well, thankfully, Lucy did. Otherwise, that would be very <laughs> embarrassing. Aw, I love you, Ray. Happy anniversary, baby. Happy anniversary, Lucy. Open the door. 911 operator, what is your emergency? I need help. He's trying to break into my room. Who did you call, Lucy? Hang it up. I swear to God, if you call the police, Lucy, I'll, I'll, I'll break your neck. Where are you? Trapped in my room. 311 Baxter Street. 311 Baxter Street. Jesus, God, help me. God damn it. One last chance. Lucy! Hang up the phone! Please, Raymond, stop it! You can't leave me. I won't let you. Don't hang up. Help is on the way. Ah, yeah. Raymond Green. I was laying on a hard, cold floor. So cold that my skin burned. It was probably the same cold that Rasputin felt as he lay dying and thinking of the snow-covered forests near his childhood home. The silence that he heard was something that I knew too well. I killed my wife. My pregnant wife. This person that I was. It, it didn't feel like me. It felt like I was in another one of the rooms. Suffering 
along with some unfortunate victim circumstance. I, I could never do anything like that. Never. God, help me. Please, God. Would you like some wine, Raymond? Now's not time for your stupid souvenirs, Bob. It will help you to relax. The wine was supposed to kill him! Right. Well, we don't need poisoned wine to do that here. But as you wish, you've certainly been in a mood lately. Everything you said was true. I know. Well, I didn't. Is that why I'm here? Because of what I did to them? Thanks, Bob. Can't even just give me a yes or no. Can't you see one? It's over. I'm a sack of shit. Hooray! No, that's not why. I stared at the ceiling. Only a megalomaniac talks from the ceiling, I thought. But it just seemed like the place a disembodied voice would come from. There weren't any speakers in the room. It was almost as if there was a presence with me, and whenever it made the most sense, he would chime in. I walked over to the table and grabbed the keys. I didn't feel like dealing with riddles today. It was better when I didn't know anything about who I was. Oh, sure. Bob would throw me a bone once in a while and pique my interest. But I just found out that I hate myself. How could this happen? How could I live knowing this? You remember the beginning, Raymond? When you learned the rules? Yeah. Seems better now, doesn't it? No responsibility. Nothing to own up to. Truth hurts. Hey, Bob. Yes, Raymond. Did you do anything like this before me? Another prisoner? Yeah. Yes. What were they like? They're all the same to me. Piece of shit. Yeah. I get it. You told me that I wasn't once. You remember that? I guess it was a lie. Well, I agree with you, Bob. I deserve whatever the hell this is. I just wish I could apologize to them and then die permanently, never come back. Does that ever happen?
All right, well, whatever. I'll just take this door and be on my way. Goodbye, Bob. led to the previously mentioned phenomena that occurred when prisoner 929494 chose an unmarked door. It seems fitting to call it Everything Ends. <laughs>